E-Money's in the house. What's up, E-Money, E-Money over here? Pook out a little Vanilla Ice for us, E-Money. Nice work. We were just listening to some Vanilla Ice to get us started. and That's, it was old, a, that's old school rap for all you youngsters. That's old that school. is old school. That's old school. Bring it. At the end of the song, does he say word to your mother? Yes, he does. Can we say that at the end of each one of our podcasts? I think we might have Can to. we rip him off? People rip us off. People Can rip we us rip... off. If people do rip us off. It's not confirmed yet, but we'll... Uh, you know we who have you our, are. We have our attorneys looking into it. Yes, we do. We, we, may, have, we may have to put the uh, the article on the website. There are some peeps at the Daily News that are definitely listening to Philly Sportscast. <laughs> Last week we um, gave a little shout-out to David Stern because we know he's listening to the Sportscast. This time we know <laughs> Sam Dinellon is listening to the Sportscast. <laughs> yes, we do. So, Sam, big ups. Thanks for listening. Love your articles. Love your articles. I, I feel like I wrote them. <laughs> and I can't even write. <laughs> no, you can't. So, fellas, uh, we'll get to today's Phillies loss a little bit later afternoon. Um, business person special. <laughs> However, last night, what a great night to be on Broad Street, huh? Come My on, yeah. good job, nice positive. Flyers positive win, finally Phillies win, finally, and the circus was in the town. circus is in town. <laughs> And we're not necessarily talking about the Sixers. We're not talking about the Sixers there. So, Flyers, Dave, give us some insight from a true hockey fan. Finally came out, played real well. Everybody was saying it was nice to see him uh, have a good game. Other than that first period goal when they went down, what was it, two and and a half minutes? Ash totally took responsibility for that goal. They looked a lot better. They still take way too many penalties. Oh, So that's going to kill them. It is going to kill them, and it, they give up way too many odd man rushes. That it's, is what it sounds it's like every team. other Flyers team when they're in the playoffs. That happens every time. That, that it does. You hear about Desjardins being too slow back there. Now we have Rathji back there, and you hear, you don't, excuse me, Hatcher, they're just too slow. You don't hear about Desjardins being too slow. You see him. You right. can see him on the ice be too slow. Oh, that, but, I mean, everyone right, talks about that on. Right. If it's no, not yeah, in the but, newsprint, it's on you know WIP or 950. Sure, sure. Now He's, on our show. He's uh his time is he should be gone. Yes, and then uh their power play they just it seems like they're taking way too long on some shots. I know Forsberg had a he scored on the power play and all that, but it doesn't look like they're setting anything up. They're just they, no, they're staying out on the perimeter too I, long. I think yeah. it's I think it's the opposite of that. I think they're trying to set it up and then trying to set it up the the perfect shot rather than just peppering the net. Yeah, and that's as you're listening to him, Jim Jackson's like, oh, they're waiting for a lane to open up. When you make that cross pass all the way across, lane's open. Shoot it now. Right. Yeah. Look for that rebound. Ryan Miller's not Dominic Hasek there. He's going to let a rebound up. No, You have Knubel out there in the center. You have Gagne on the other side of the net. Wherever that puck's going, one of the two guys should be there. But this Flyers team can't hang with this Buffalo team no. as far as quickness, as far as crisp, crisp passing. I mean, this Buffalo team knows how to pass. That they do. Oh, they do. That's Daniel Briere. I mean, he's looking real good. He's been in the league for a couple years. He's finally really proven the, the like what uh how can I put that let me restate that Daniel Briere has been in the league for a couple of years he's finally proven the player he is that he can pass and uh, who's up there Drury he's a very Drury. good player hard nosed player Chris Drury 
And uh, what's that? McKee. The McKee's a defenseman. He just yeah. hits people all the he's time. He's a good. He's a good physical player too. Yeah. But I, I liken the Flyers' power play to a boiling pot of water. That if you watch it, they it won't boil. <laughs> So what I do is when there's a power play, I turn to a, some other show. Go and if they score, then I'm like, I, I'd be bonus. given a treat. Yes. I watch it on the DVR. If not, I just curse them out again. Because that's exactly true. I, it's, like, it's also like when you're playing poker. You're, you're wishing for these two cards. You're wishing for two better cards. You're wishing for two aces, two aces, two aces. And you're all constantly getting 5-2. And that's what this Pyre's power play has really given me. Like, nothing to look at. Nothing, nothing to feel good about. Two. Nothing but a 5-2. That's for sure. But I do want to say this, though. Isn't it all just a big can of corn? <laughs> Seriously. Even if the Flyers do beat Buffalo, which I don't think is going to happen. It's going to be an uphill battle there. If yeah. they do, it's going to go to seven games. Yep. Do you think this any team right now out of the East can beat this Devils team that is just dominating the Dominating Rangers? everyone. They don't lose. No, they don't lose. And not only that, they go to Madison Square Garden up 2-0 and just shut, shut the Rangers out. Yep. And then how amazing is that that you get – Yarmir Yager so frustrated that he's taking swipes at people. That is what's crazy. That's how it shows you how good that team is playing. Team defense. Because answer me this question: How many high-priced stars are on that team? Oh, God. zero. They got like you got Brodeur, who's probably the highest-paid player on that team. Right. Then you have Gianta, um, Eliash, and Gomez. And I don't think Gomez and Gianta get paid that much. Gianta had forty-seven goals, and he probably doesn't get paid. More than two million. So it's n- it's not like you need a high payroll in hockey. To it's it's no. good coaching. Good coaching. Team, very good team yeah, philosophy. Very good team playing. Yeah, and then you got and just they a gel hot, together. You really. got a hot goaltender. And then you got a hot goaltender. And if he's hot, he can dominate the right. whole playoffs. Oh yeah, he's that. he's that good. They don't have to worry about just trying to keep a line out there all the time. Whenever there's a problem, they're going to try to put the Flyers. That is Forsberg, Gagne, Knubel out there because they are by far the best line out there. Where they just keep rolling four lines the whole time. Devils don't worry about it. They keep playing them. They know whoever's in there are going to play the right kind of system. That's what I'm a little disappointed, too, about the Flyers. They don't play Jeff Carter, Dimitrakos, and Umberger more. Well, Umberger. Well, he was hurt, but he came back. He looked fine out there. Man, I don't know how he could look fine after that hit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, he, he, he got smoked. But he had one shot on goal. He needs to have more shots on goal than that. Yeah. More chances, at least. And that's, that's – I mean, Carter needs to shoot all the time. He has a very nice shot. Probably – Second best shot on that team. Yeah. Yes. So we're not seeing anything special from the Flyers. No, no, no. In fact, I will say this: they. Well, last night the the team necessarily didn't play very well. Forsberg played very well. But is Peter Forsberg going to get you through this series? If he does, what's he going to do next? What more can he really do? Yeah. Is it going to be even worth going to the next round? Well, let me ask you guys this. I mean, um, is this? Um, outcome a surprise? With the Devils? No, I'm talking about the Flyers and Sabres matchup. Are you surprised that they're not doing very well? I mean, they didn't well, do well or well all season. The, what, 8-2 to two drubbing? Yeah. Well, yeah. That was horrible. You don't yeah. expect that, especially in the playoffs. Okay, okay. 8-2 to two drubbing, that, that's something that's like off the charts craziness. But, right. I mean, did you expect them to come out and roll over the Buffalo when no, they lost 3-1 to no, one in the no. whole series all season? We well, said we, six games. Six, yeah, we all said six games, Flyers and six. So that means you got to win one up there. Yeah. And they didn't even come close to winning one up there. Well, I, they certainly did. They, the first game went in overtime. And to, 
double overtime. Yeah, well, that's they didn't score their first two goals until the third period. It was double right. overtime. It was amazing. Right. They, there was yeah. a there was no, they didn't deserve yeah. to be no, double I, overtime. No, I mean, Ash was the it, man yeah. that night. Yeah, it was a close game, but you have 30 shots in almost five periods of hockey. I totally agree. You're right. They, they really shouldn't have been in the game. Right. I really mean, wanted them to win that game. That's correct. the kind of game you want them to win, too, and we shouldn't be into it. Right. You know, that's that boosts the player's confidence. Hey, you know what? We got out-hustled, outplayed. And we still won. Forsberg in their had, house. Yes. Yeah, do you think first if, period. Do you think if they won that game, that they would have gotten the crap kicked out of them like they did in the second game? You think they might have won in the second game? Going, we have to win. We have to win. I don't know. Momentum is, is a big part of playoffs. Well, the second game they just, I think it was just their defense. Like like I was saying earlier about odd man rushes, and every time that Buffalo had a really solid chance to score, they just did it. Right. And, and Ashes so, was probably exhausted. That could be a possi- possibility, oh too. Yeah, you then sp- his confidence just got shaken, and then he tried to get in that little scrum there. Well, last night he let up that first real easy goal, and he was upset about it. But I he- thought they were going to be like, just yank him. Get rid of him now. Really? Yeah, I thought. Oh, the- thank goodness he did. Yeah, I thought the whole fans were just going to start going crazy because it was a pretty weak goal. But they played a lot better after that. Very nice. And Gagne played well last night? He scored an empty net. It was that whole line. I mean, you're out there with Forsberg. You're going to get a couple points and all that. Now, does a does a player whoever's closest to somebody, if it goes off an opponent's skate, last person to touch it? Oh, last person to touch it. Okay, that's how before some goalie scored that way. It'd be like they would pull the goalie during a power play, and they would shoot it, hit the the goalie. An offenseman would pick it up and pass it back to the point, miss the point, it would go all the way back to the net, go into the net. So the goalie would technically get the goal, right? Until Hextall came along, along. Woo-hoo. So what do you think? I don't, I, I'm going to have to change it and say Flyers in seven. Yeah, but, but I'm they, saying, but they, do you think they can win a series? No. that's Well, I'm saying they can win it. Will they? I'm hoping. I am hoping. What they did yet last night really doesn't prove that they're going to win this series. Right, but it, but they're supposed to win these two games at home anyway. Right, right, right. And they have to win one on the road in order to win the series. Right. So if Buffalo could sit back teams. there and say, you know what? Hey, we have two more games at home. Right. That's all we have to win. And Buffalo can easily say, like they played. Buffalo played well last night. It's just Ash played better. Right. So it's not like the Flyers played as a team played so much better as a dominant team. They, that game really was close until late in the third period when it was three two, I believe. And it was Flyers, three two, and that's fourth, they tied got, it up to make it three two, and that's when it started getting even closer. And then Ganya had an open net open with. Net. They tied it up to make it. Three no, no. Well, they scored to make it. My fault. They scored to make it three two. Okay. Make it a lot closer, and that's when it started getting a little paranoid. Little the Flyers goal. started taking all these dumb penalties. Yeah, what's with that? Lazy. I it's, mean, that's what Hitchcock in his press conference said afterwards. He's he's like, I, I, this team makes it close at the end of the game, and I it's just driving me mad. Uh, we were talking about that actually during the season. They were not beating the teams that they're supposed to beat and just crush them. Right. They'll be up five nothing on the team. Next thing you know, it's five three five four going into the third period. And you're like, I never understood what that. happened there. Why? Yep. And that's, why are these guys doing that's that? That's a recipe for disaster. It right. is. I mean, and it, it, it everything uh, revol- uh, evolves into the playoffs, and th- it's basically just like it was in the season. They're playing like they played in the season. Yep. They're really having to taken it to that next level. I haven't seen it, and I'm really looking for. I mean, they won. I'm very happy that they won. I mean, they're, well, they're, if they lost, it would series be over. Well, so. of course. I mean. I mean, they, Forsberg said it himself. He said, if we lose tonight, it's over. When you hear a player saying that, that's trouble. Then right. you know. It was funny because uh, we were actually talking during game two. Me and yeah. Money were talking. Watching games at different places. Calls me up. 
What's going on? Why? What's happening? What's going on the team? Using your Nextel two way, little two way makes it a lot easier. So this is when I was like three nothing. I'm like one more goal. This is going to kill us. Five minutes later, four nothing. What is going on? I said, E money. When I sit down, I'm turning this son of a bitch off before I even got to sit down. It was five nothing. I called him back. I said, I didn't even have time. I had to see that goal. I'm going to get a gelati. That's what I said. I said I'm going to read it. I said the game's over. See you. But it was only one game in a series of seven game series. So sure. regardless if they lose five four, regardless if they lose one nothing, regardless if they lose one nothing in triple overtime, or regardless if they lose or if they lose eight to three, it's still one game in a seven right. game series. Yes. But you can wash your hands of it and say it's only one game. But if you really open your eyes to the way this series is playing out, the Flyers are just being manhandled, number one, outskated number two, and outscored. Well, the, three, well, the penalty, the, uh, the, penalty, the penalties are killing them. That's that has killing to do with being outskated. When the guys don't stop skating, and the they're Flyers, hooking. as soon as they pull their stick up, you put it in the midsection. Two minutes right, right. there. Right, and they're and you know, well, how do you feel about the way Hatcher's been playing the series? He's a step behind. Yeah, but that, that's not acceptable. No, it's not. That's you're expecting him when we signed him. The Flyers signed him. They said, hey, he won't be able to do the physical stuff he did before. Because of the new penalties. He's still going to have some kind of wheels. He could score before. He could do stuff on the power play. You can't have him out on the power play at all because someone goes around him, they're going to be gone. He can't catch them. He takes some dumb penalties. He's trying to hit people. He misses them. He's going to have to hook them. Wow. That's scary. And that could be one of the reasons why. You know what? That could be the reason why the Flyers are going to lose this series is because of their lack of speed, and taking bad penalties as a result of the lack of speed. And it's crazy because lack of speed and this year's Flyers team just never went together. I always thought they had the speed. They had the finesse to go farther. And uh, now you've seen their just legs are tired. Uh, that's I mean, Gagne, Carter, Richards, yeah. Dimitrakos, those guys seem like they're okay. But when you have Hanzus out there, he definitely seems a step slower. Knubel, he doesn't have to go fast. Dejardin. Adrian Hatcher, Ratchy. Actually, Knubel's doing well, but but he doesn't have the speed. Right, I understand what you're saying, and I agree. And this Buffalo, I mean, it's crazy when they if they circle around the net, around their own net, their own goaltender, and they come out right and looking to set something up. I get scared. You can just see them skating right past the fly. I mean, it's really amazing how they go to the what do they go to? Is there just just two blue lines? Two blue lines are on one red line always. But before you can go, you can pass from your defensive zone. As far as you want. You can, right. No two-line okay. no two no pants. Two but line when pants. they get to the blue line, their own blue line in their own zone, they're really – it's like it's like the play is already set and they're ready to rock and roll and they make that one like 30-foot pass right. from the middle to one of the points to one of the forwards and then something is set up instantly. They uh, stop and skate and shoot and then pass and shoot. The Flyers, on the other hand, are coming down and then they're getting maybe – you know, a poke check here, a back check or something like that. And a lot of times when the Flyers come down. Yeah, McKees, they're throwing it out of the zone quick. Well, as soon as Desjardins gets the puck and he's over the red line, he oh, just God. dumps it. Go yeah. ahead, boys, and get in it. In order to get a breath so they can change lines. Yeah. And that's insane. That's, I mean, you can't play this Buffalo team that way. Even I can see that. Uh, you can play any team that way in the playoffs. That's, oh, absolutely. That's what was hurting them, too, during the power play or being shorthanded. Second period, you're far away from your bench. So when the Flyers would try to dump it, the defense with Buffalo's defense would be back there quick enough to pick it up before Hatcher or Rathje could get off. get off. They would come right back up. So those guys were out there forever being already slow. Now they're going to be immobile skating in mud there. Skating in mud and giving up bad penalties. And looking like crud. But they won. 
but they won. Yes, they won. And so it's two one. It's two one. So Evan was well, talking about the show. He's like, let's have a positive show tonight. So that's <laughs> how we're starting it off with Broad Street. It was great to be on Broad Street on Wednesday night. Flyers win. Phillies mm. win. Sixers in town. Oh, what? The circus is in town. <laughs> and that's just the way it works, right? So now the Phillies <laughs> play in the afternoon. And oh, what happens? They lose. They lost it. They we, didn't lose. They lost. But no. They lost it. They lost it. And they, it was in their hands in the fifth inning. Lieber was doing really well. It was yes, tied in the seventh. Lieber is also giving up two out walks, and that's been killing this team all year long. He was shaky from the fifth to the seventh when they pulled No, him. but it's, it's a simple – I mean, they got three runs, and it was like they weren't playing to score more runs. They were trying to win the game by playing – Defense getting in and getting out. Yes, this they, team depending has on their to score. Bullpen. This team yes, has they were to depending score. Depending on their pitching, and I saw it, and I was very. I agree scared. with you. This team has to score nine runs a game to win. <laughs> five. Well, <laughs> I know they, they're scoring five, and they're losing. Well, today at least eight. They do score five. I mean, what is Pacquiao thinking when this team scores five runs every single game, and they mm. still lose? I mean, how insane is that? I mean. um, Pat Burrell's having a ama- he's he's batting three hundred nine right now. He's got six home runs, eighteen yeah, RBIs. He's looking great. You see him get put out at second today after he's uh, hit hit a single for two RBIs and he's out by it? a mile in second second base. Yeah, trying to stretch it. Jeez, I think he was looking at his, the ball out of the gate. And, man, it wasn't even close. Maybe he got too big for his bitches there for the last couple weeks. He was upset ago. about it, but I don't know what he was upset about. He's got to get a kick in his step or stop staring at the ball. Well, he's never been the fastest. Yeah, that's why. Well, I agree. Why can't he stop at first, though? He's not. Who sent him, though? Did he? Well, that's a good question. Was he well, sent? Uh, no. Who, you know. Who's, um, who's the, their first base coach? The no. players usually that's what I'm trying to think. determine that on their own. Where uh, was the ball hit? Uh, it was hit, hit to, to the left. shortstop, and he thought he could make it all <laughs> the way over. <laughs> it hit the wall and left. So you hit the wall left. You see where it is. You think you can make it, even even though you're as yes, slow as me. I think I can make it, but Pat Burrow shouldn't think he can make it. Yeah, but you gotta <laughs> try. You gotta try. All right, you gotta try. But uh, that, that the wall with left. one out, Ev, and a man on second is is very very important. You're right. I'm not gonna go. With, I'm not gonna argue or, with you I'm about, sorry, what, so about instead, his base running. He, it was stretching. a bad move because he was out. But if he was safe, we wouldn't even be talking about it. Or if he stays on first, we wouldn't yeah, have been talking about it. We wouldn't about. even been talking about it. You're right. So, I mean, I'm, I was trying to first, bring a positive note he would probably to, get the, to the double played anyhow, so. players of the Phillies. That's all I was trying to do. I think Burrell's having a great year right now. Yes, he is. I agree. As and well so as many other people. He had, I think Except he had, for the pitchers. He had 16 exactly. RBI going into the game, and now he has 18. I think that roughly, roughly. Um, quick um, point I wanted to make. Charlie Manuel was a – Pinch hitter back in his uh, playing days. Okay. And um, he got some <laughs> advice from one of his legendary managers that he played for. And it was, if you're a pinch hitter, stay on your toes. If you doesn't matter what your batting average is. If you or the bench can win us five games a year, then you're doing your job, regardless of what your batting average is. So that's what he's saying to his pinch hitters now that aren't doing very well. No, they're not. Uh Nunez, DeLucci, and somebody else who are hitting like Gonzalez. three for 53 Victorino. these days. And no. Victorino, he does more pinch running, it seems, for yeah. uh, Pat. But, but Victorino a, is on the bench. Yeah, right. and Gonzalez. So if Charlie Manuel was saying this to his bench players, based on their performance now, if these bench players win five games and they're doing their job, and Charlie Manuel loses five games from being a poor manager... How does that even out? Does it even out? 
A dub. Well, five so ask five. the mathematician. Yeah, so mathematician. Plus minus. So mathematician. If the bench players are hitting three for fifty three, and Charlie Emanuel lo- is still doing his uh, consistent job, and they lose ten games because of these two, what do you think about that? I think it's easy that Charlie Emanuel is going to lose more than five games by himself. He doesn't have to blame the lose bench. His job. I don't know if he's going to lose his job. And here's my point: why he's not going to lose his job? Go ahead. This sick. This Phillies team starting. Five has an ERA over six, right? Ryan Madsen pitched yesterday. His ERA went down from eight three two to eight oh three. Nice, yeah, sweet. Is that amazing? And what he let up six runs. Yeah. So here's my question. <laughs> so that's why Charlie Manuel is not going to get fired. But you can't blame it on him. You can blame you blame it on the starting five. That's why they're losing. That's why they're losing five seven five all but, the time. We can blame it that he lets his starting pitchers in a little too long once they start getting hit. But I haven't made this point last week. You can't take him out in the second inning. Not always. I but mean, that's when the, you know that this game. Sometimes the games are out of like look at the um the uh, game Gavin Floyd pitched the other night. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh. When, when I was down there one week, Gavin Floyd by the fifth inning he was doing okay. He started getting hit in the sixth, or he did good in the fourth, got hit in the fifth. They finally took him out in like the sixth. So his last outing, he got shellacked in the first and second. So they finally took him out in right. what fourth. So, for all you people out there that are expecting Charlie Manuel to be fired, it's not going to happen. I'm telling you right now, it's not oh, going to happen. Yeah, because, heard it here on the podcast because of the Phillies starting pitching. The Phillies starting pitching, horrendous by pitching as horrible as they are pitching, is going to save Charlie Manuel's job. Now, how's that for a conundrum? But how about this though? When you have Pat Burrell batting 309 with six home runs and 18 RBIs. And Aaron Rowan batting over 300. Love oh, that yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. Love Rowan. And, and I mean, Utley, all the guys, you have Howard, your top six doing well. And Abreu. And you have Charlie Manuel losing these games for you. Yeah. But he's not losing the games. It's the pitching that is losing the games. And you can't argue with that. You can't argue with that. Well, you know who lost the game today? Who? Ryan Franklin lost the game today. Oh, yeah. That's no, Ralph Cormier lost third. the game today. Well, Franklin came in. And they, as soon as he the dude hit the two run homer, oh, right. made a five to three. Cormier, they, he came in and pulled him. I Cor- said, "Oh, thanks, Charlie. You pulled the guy." Cormier <laughs> got out of a base loaded jam with a double play ball. Very R- nice. Ryan Franklin let up that two run ding dong. You got it, Chico. Oh, sorry. Then, <laughs> then Ralph Cormier, I apologize. Don't apologize, for that. Chico. Yeah, I don't apologize to anybody that's pitching the ball, and if, except for um, Brett Myers. No. Oh. I'll even I'll put Brett Myers on the list, but Tom Gordon. That well, we guy only see him like well. uh, you know, yeah, know once a week. I know it's he better shame. be doing good. Huh? He's shame. like this right now. He's he's uh you know what's that? He might want. I don't know radio. how to, how do I describe this? Windmill. He's doing some windmilling things. He's digging it. He's playing the guitar like Pete Townsend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. There you go, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Magic Bus, we should probably put these guys on a bus to Scranton and get some peeps up here. What the hell? Why would they be even like the people in Scranton are probably just as good? Not Cole Hamels. Cole Hamels is pitching very well, and he might be up here soon. Well, that'd be great. But who do you get rid of in the starting five? You can't get rid of Floyd because even though he's pitching the worst, you can't lose this guy. You can't send him back down again like you did last year. He crushed the guy. So who do you get rid of? Why do I care about his feelings? <laughs> feelings. It's not his feelings. It's the. It's this kid's going to have to pitch for you for years and years and years. Yeah, sometimes people just don't have it, dude. Oh, this guy's a major league pitcher. He's just oh. getting shellacked right now. Right. Maybe he's not concentrating. What about no. Ryan Matson moving back to the bullpen? But he pitched really well. Oh, yeah, that eight eight oh six ERA and right. showing it. Yeah. 
I understand. I understand. How about Lieber? How many wins does he have? Zero. Ooh, that sounds hard to get rid of. It sure does. Nothing sure. from nothing leaves nothing. nothing. <laughs> no, I wanted to, you know I wanted to see Lieber w- make his first he, win today. He likes having it on the summer. I like him to see his get his first win too I, on the summer because he's 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 the only talented pitcher on the team. But uh, Brett Myers. So uh, yeah, Brett Myers. So last night, what I read in the readers that there was You're a right. new Brett Myers got a win, a couple wins. You know, you gotta you gotta say Brett Myers. You're there's right. there's a new Phillies fan club up in the stands. <laughs> Madsen's magicians. <laughs> He needs a goddamn magician to win a game. For those, two, for though, I heard it was a couple, and they had like little Harry Potter hats on. So please, the couple that had the Don't little hat, the Madsen's magicians, just because Sal's pals is getting a little bit of recognition, stop with the Madsen's magicians. That I mean, that was a nice try, good effort. But that's the couple, it. you did nice trying to do the duck pond for Brandon Duckworth, but just stop, okay? Yeah. You're losing. It's it was a nice effort, you know, but. It's not. It's not going to work. Yeah, I don't want to see any burl squirrels. We got one year. Yeah, one year in. I do want the flotilla back. I hope the flotilla comes back sometime. That'd be cool. How's be he great. doing? Do you know how he's doing? I saw him. You know what? I don't know. He was. I think he was pitching against the A's last night, but I don't know what happened. Right on. We would look it up, but we just don't uh, feel don't like it. Give a rat's ass yeah. about the Texas Rangers. Yep. Well, he's going to. He's going to blow. Patilla. He's going to blow it again. He blows up every year. Yeah. Well, he, he, he loses his mind. He can't handle it. He can't handle it. Like uh, like all the other pitchers we have. So that is my point, that the Phillies starting five is saving Charlie Manuel his job this year. D-Man's got a point. Ring the bell. <laughs> I, all I do know is that it's kind of bone-chilling. I'm going to say bone-chilling that the Eagles are depending on this draft for so much. Yes. Guys, 8-8 eight and eight maybe? Maybe 8-8? Eight and eight? Oh, I don't know. You said they were going to the playoffs this year. No, I'm the one who said they didn't. You guys I, said they. I didn't. didn't say. I said they were. You said oh. I wasn't allowed to make predictions because we don't know. We don't know what happened so far. We haven't seen anything. We did a prelim about a month ago. Well, I said. I, I said they're not going to. I am just very, 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 very scared about how dependent the Eagles have become on this year's draft. Because remember, we were talking about how everybody. In the media and everything, they're going to go fourteen and two. Like, uh, oh like, yes, like no, Howard Eskins. Really, I don't it was right when you know, the the what's called came out. The schedule came out. I'm a big Eskin fan, but he, sorry to hear that. But he's got no. Believe me, he's he's got his stuff going on. But he is for some reason, Jeff Lurie and Joe Banner are so far. He's so far up their ass. Well, they're on the show three times a week. Well, maybe that's it. But he's it's like the Eagles can do no wrong. And don't get me wrong, but the <laughs> Eagles and the Eagles have been. The preeminent team in this city for five, ten years, five, seven years. Not just about the NFC championships, but about making playoffs and so forth. Since Jeff Lurie came on, yeah, see, he made late the Ray, 90s. he made a Ray Rhodes mistake, and then he turned it around after that. Right, well, that wasn't that bad of a play though. Ray Rhodes, he came in did well. He but had one bad year. His last year, where he finished three and right. thirteen. Right, so that was bad. Too many smelling salts. Right, with Howard Eskin is why? How, why does he not? Why is he not being realistic about this Eagles team? And why are fans calling into this show just agreeing with him and won't call him on it? I don't know why. This Eagles team lost. I'm going to say it again. This Eagles team lost the best receiver in football. Not only did they lose the best receiver in football, but he went to their division. What did the Eagles do to compensate? Well, that was the – I mean – now it's all about we got to get these draft picks or stockpiling draft picks the, now because we got it the 2006 season is coming into head and we're scared out of our bejesus. Yeah, the 2006 draft 
is going to make or break the Eagles' 2006 season? I mean, that's a scary thought. You got I a just, very scary thought. I didn't say scary. I said bone chilling. So, yeah, it's going to be a scary, scary situation with the Eagles. Very scary. And, and, you know what? And it won't be scary. It'll be bone chilling. Yes, it'll be bone chilling. Why are you excited about the draft? I'm excited to see what they're going to do. I'm always know. excited about the draft. It's I'm excited to see who's going to go number one. Is it going to be Bush? It has it's to going be. to be Bush. He's the best be. player in the whole if in the, the whole college. But, uh, but you're right. Reggie Bush is going number one. There's no doubt about it. Just not even talk. It's not even. It's a non-issue. He's going first. No matter what happens there. Who else done. were they talking about? Though weren't they talking about like Mario Williams or something like that? Linebacker. Oh yeah, everybody's in love with Mario Williams now. I'm in love with him. Birds, 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 that's, birds, birds. Bush yeah, that's come. Who are some future picks? What do you guys think? Who's coming? What are some ideas? Come I don't. Ha- I don't know. Let's the, go I, draft. I it's draft week. I don't know the players that they're thinking of, but I'd rather talk about how this team has not improved and how they're being, de- how dependent they are currently being on the 2006 draft in order well, to win. We games. talked about that. They, these rookies aren't going to win you any games. Are they going to play? That's they're going to have to play. They're going to have to play they because so they many, nobody yeah, else. They have so many opening spots. That's you know, Because LeVar Arrington went to the Giants. Because T.O. went to the Cowboys. That's why they're going to have to play. Guys, come on. Who's your who's your number one wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles starting in 2006? Reggie Brown. Yeah, that's what we thought, Reggie Brown. But the paper said uh, Todd Pinkston. Todd Pinkston. And, uh, Todd Pinkston doesn't catch the ball. He doesn't Gaffney. catch the touch. I want to know how many touchdowns he caught in 2004. That's what I want to know. Todd P. I don't know. It's horrible. I want to know why Jabbar Gaffney's all of a sudden become Eric Moulds. He became yeah. He's he's on a team with no receiving core. Of course, he's going to be good. To, there you go. There you go. Good, as in air quotes. Good. So but, uh, yeah, other than the draft, I mean, if they're going to try to trade to pick in the twenty fifth pick, I don't know who's going to be there. Yeah, twenty fifth. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to see and now they're going. going to just stockpile picks and hopefully get guys that can come in, do special teams, play third down. Second, third down, something like that. Like Learn just running system. around, go crazy. They need impact players. Right. That's why they should trade up then. I agree. I totally right. agree. Why? I mean, unless some kind of Tom Heckert genius has, has really arisen here, because the Eagles have not had stellar drafts. No. no. We talked about that no. a month yeah, ago. We did talk about that. So why do they need to stockpile draft picks? To just get more bombs instead Ooh. of going forward in the draft and getting somebody that will be more likely to be a guaranteed starter next year. See, it would be good to get a uh, like a real stud for your linebacking core to work that front seven around. That's not the way they're thinking, though. They want they want two mediocre linebackers in the sixth and seventh round. I know that's crazy. That's well, I'm crazy. not saying anything bad about sixth and seventh round players because there's been some great ones. But what I'm saying is that the Tom Brady. The, the, Eagles need impact players for 2006, and they're depending on this draft to get them. Why is stockpiling draft picks the, their priority right now? Filling out the roster, saving money. That's not acceptable. I'm just telling you, that's what they're probably doing. When you have to pay someone coming in like LeVar Arrington, what was his contract? He wanted seven, seven or something. He wanted seven two. million dollars a year. Oh, okay. Well, he got. I don't think right, he got that. He, in right. New York. He didn't get I think that. He got half no, that. that's what he wanted. So he got. So why right, couldn't Eagles offer him half that? He only wanted to play for two teams: Eagles and the Giants. Right. Well, they have plus incentives. I mean, it all depends what the incentives are. Sure. If he plays two games and it goes up another million dollars, say, or right. If he has forty tackles, maybe just balloons real fast for him. I don't know. I didn't read the contract, but that's what their thought is. Hey, if we can get two linebackers in here 
at $550,000 each. We still have some money under the cap. We can sign Reggie Brown to a long contract. We can sign Ryan Moats to a long contract. I don't want Reggie Brown. I don't want Reggie Brown. Why don't you want him? I Because lo- I, I, he, he never really shows me a lot. He only played the end of the season last year. Yeah, so give, give him a shot. But you know then, you know what Pinky can do. Right. Nothing. And you know what Jabbar Gaffney can do. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, really, Jabbar Gaffney's not a, a second-year player. He is like a he's like on a seesaw. He's He'll down. have a couple good games. A couple Dude, good games. David Carr can throw the football just as well as Donovan McNabb can. Whoa. Oh, I I firmly believe that. Okay. He can't scramble, but he can throw the ball like he, as well as McNabb can. So they're on the same caliber as ball throwing and ball throwing skills? They both have good ball throwing skills. Yes. They can handle the balls well lately. See, you know, it's always the lowest common denominator with you two. I said ball, and what's in your hand? Balls. Balls. Not football. Balls. The actual balls. Who's balls? You said David, David Carr's Carr balls? Is handling no, Donovan's I balls? Carr, I said David Carr throws the ball as well as Donovan McNabb throws the ball. <laughs> Not juggles the ball. He tosses the ball. And I never said balls, plural. No, but we were talking about two guys, so I thought oh, okay, it should have been that. plural. I understand that. So you were talking. So each would have a ball. So, yeah, so really, your mind's a little twisted. No, we no, were no. just talking football, and you you went no, on this whole no. other. You went off. Okay, on a, okay. Let's just move on. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Look, where are your what, balls? Does David Carr have your balls? <laughs> Sorry about that. Sometimes I get a little fever pitch. No, but we'll see what happens, and it, it's going to happen Saturday. And we're going to see, and we're going to be very unhappy about it. And we're going to come on. No matter who they pick, we're going to be pissed. But then they're going to sign Javon Walker. They're going to make a trade for him. Give them some of the picks we had. Trade that up to Green Bay. How much you want to bet they don't sign Javon Walker? No, no, it would have to be a trade. How much you want to bet they don't? Javon Walker is not in an Eagles uniform next year. Oh, not how much? Or do you want to just bet something? Or, or do you want to say how much confidence do you have in it <laughs> for this coming season? Yes. For, I'll bet you five dollars. Is that five we bananas? Is that we bet last time, or was it That's, a dollar? All right. Uh, well, you said you had one more hockey. Yeah, real quick on the Flyers before we end the show. Um. I was playing cards last night, having some fun, and the Dallas Stars game, Colorado Avalanche game was on. And besides the fact that those teams certainly look like they're in a different class than the Flyers with the quickness and the crisp passing and the goaltending. West Coast hockey, brother. Yeah, one of the guys from the card game came in from watching the game for a little bit. He was obviously out of the hand. Came back in and goes, Mike Madonna, how I wish we could get him. And the whole table, the entire table – of six people looked at him and said, you have Peter Forsberg. Does that translate into Stanley Cups? Just one guy. No, one guy doesn't win the Stanley Cup. Well, I don't think he was suggesting that Mike Madonna would win you a Stanley Cup. I think he was suggesting that Forsberg and and Madonna would win you a Stanley Cup. But what about Hatcher and Forsberg? I mean, you're not not looking at this. Why is this Flyers team underachieving? Defense. Slow defense. Because that's it's it. a that Philly really... team. Well, there you go. It's that also. Break it down. But is the defense the reason why they're losing? And that's it. No, 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 no. That's one of the main. It's it's one reason. But dude, that's. I think Mike Madonna. I think the Dallas Stars are down two to one right now in the series. Yeah. Well, regardless, of that, right. I mean, I can't take credit for what the right. Guy no, I'm said. just saying. But now is this the same guy who came in after the Flyers lost to the Rangers? Now, that's what I call playoff hockey when they lost. <laughs> that's the same guy. <laughs> so, Does he ever watch any hockey? But I, Eva, I think you might be right. It's because it's a Philly team. We, It's like a uh, they're, they're not scoring on their power play because we're watching. 
So when's the next parade? When do you think – do you think the Phillies are ever going to win the World Series? I think they will win the World Series. If you tell me they're not going to win the World Series ever, then I, I don't know what to do with Do you myself. think we'll be alive? They have to be. They have to win it while I'm alive. I'm, I'm really serious. Oh, I'm serious too. But let me ask you a question. I think they will. Do you think they will? I don't think they will in my lifetime. But I don't see that happening. That's it for me. Good night, y'all. Oh, don't forget about October 8th. <laughs> okay. okay. We got, uh, What's happening on October 8th? October 8th, Tio's coming to town. Woo-hoo! Strap up the deep batteries, mother effers. Yeah! I'm out.